0: From the 5th Quarter Studio in Madison, Wisconsin. Madison, Wisconsin. You're listening to the 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast with our host, Steve Collins. everybody, welcome to the 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast. Uh, Before we jump in today, I'd like to give a big shout out to teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. If you are looking to become a better basketball coach, if you're looking to put rings on your finger in less time, and and connect with your players um, by a basketball coach that has done it. TeachUps.com is the answer for you. So come over and check it out. Let's Sweet. head off to the podcast. We were well,
1: well, I um I got this question from a, a friend of mine that asked me, um because sometimes they can sometimes be the most difficult player on your team. How do you coach <laughs> the best player? Or are you a person that you coach everybody the same? Or is that a fallacy? What's your whole take on that? Well, that's not – the it, I mean, you treat everybody
0: – fairly that's that's uh, different i agree that's different than equally um your best player is like your cal- the, the the person that can do calculus and get an a plus on it every time you have to challenge them in different ways and the kid is yep. getting a c in calculus class it's similar to a classroom um i really i don't think there is a box that fits everybody so i've had a lot of really good basketball players yeah one well, place the Bucs right now. One plays for the Bucks, a couple professional <laughs> guys. I, I, think, I think at the last count we were at 12 professional guys. That's that awesome. We are eventually play, paid to play basketball. Um, and if I would have treated them all the same, that would have been a problem. Um, so I think you have to, first of all, look at personality um, about how you talk to your best players. So, um, like, Jaron was a guy that had another prof- – I mean, Jaron ended up playing professionally. Vander ended up playing professionally. Played first short stint and for the Lakers. Um, but anyway, how I talked to Dron his senior season and how I would have talked to Vander or how I would have talked to, to Keaton or Wesley or other guys would be totally different. Um, it depends on the team chemistry. It depends on their, their personality. Um, you know, probably one of the better players on my team this year has a very low-key personality. That's just who he is. Doesn't say a lot, doesn't do a lot. That's okay because I have other guys that will, will fill that void. Um, so how I would talk to him and how I would talk to other ones I think really depends. Um, yeah, I like to hold them to the highest bar possible for sure.
1: And holding, holding a bar is one thing is just having an expectation that they're going to play their very best for you. Right. But I think often people look at you're my best player. You have to be my leader. You have to be able to do all this stuff. That's not right. Not every kid is a leader. No. We, some kids lead by example. Right. Some people are just out to play the game of basketball, and that is completely fine. There's nothing wrong with it. If yeah. they're if they're a rule follower and they do what they're supposed to on the court like they ask, they don't need to do any more than that because that's who they are as a person. They love right. the game of basketball. Now, there's some kids that you know maybe aren't as good on the court that way, but they're really good leaders. Like everybody has a role, but you need to you can't push them into something expect them to be something if they're really not fitting that mold. Right. And so I think, like you said, the first step is understanding that person and then putting them in a position to be successful. Because right. you know, if you're asking somebody that's never been a leader, doesn't like that and feels uncomfortable, you're just taking away from what you really want them to be able to do. And that's to be effective on the
0: court. Right. And you can't you know? change their personalities. Like right. I think coaches try to jam a square peg into a circular hole. It's like, you can't do that. Um, you know, it, it goes back to the the my my scientific experiment. I again did not pick captains. Two kids walked out to the center. Right. Um, now I'm going to tell you. One of the leaders on the team told the two to go out there. <laughs> he said, "These two are going to go out there." Done. And then it was over. Like no one questioned it. It's like, okay, boom, yeah, all right. So and that was and he didn't when he didn't walk out. He told those two to walk out. So you know all that stuff is so important as far as
1: the the other thing is though, and you made a good point is that we still treat everybody fair and equitable, right? That's different. But there are people that just allow coaches or some players, Oh, he's our best guy. He's got to be on the floor. Well, if he's not doing what he's supposed to be doing defensively or he's giving attitude or disrespect, it it goes beyond the culture and the winning because you're going to lose the end. If that's, players not following everything else. And I think too often we get so scared that, well, this guy's scoring 25 points a game, but he refuses to listen to me when I do. Well, you're not going to be very successful. You know, you have to show your ground, and you have to treat him fair and equitable just like everybody else. That's different. In, um, in regards to what else we're talking about, but you've seen it before, where you've seen some probably teams that you coach with really good players, and they think they run the team. And there right. are times I've seen where players are running the team, not the coaches, and yeah. you can't have that.
0: You can't have that. No, no. And the thing is, you got to fight that battle. It's a disease of me. You know, you got to make sure everyone's on the same page. We took it all. We brought them to our land. <laughs> Yeah, I totally, I 100% agree. Anything else, coach?
1: No, and, and that's just the fact that the game is bigger than they are, and that yes. if they're not going to work with you and they're going to sit out a game or they're not going to play, well, you, your number one job as a coach goes beyond winning and losing. You have to teach them and prepare, to prepare for them for life because they can't be caught out their whole life. They got to figure no. it out now.
0: No is a good thing. Yep. If you ever question, just say no. Especially if you're a elite life player,
1: for if they don't you. learn it now and yep. they tried, they're, they're gonna really struggle in college. So in the end, their their parents and everybody else is gonna thank you
0: in the long run.
1: All in the long run, are just it's called tough love.
0: <laughs> it is. All right, coach. Till next week.
1: All right. Thanks. Happy yeah. New Year.
0: Hey everybody, I hope you enjoyed that. If you did, make sure you subscribe and like. Um, leave a written review i read every one of those written reviews also if you're thinking of taking your you know maybe you've had a 500 season maybe you just got done with your season maybe you're starting your season let me help you take your team to the next level i've been there i've experienced it trust me i can help you take it to the next level we'll get on a call
1: sports social podcast network